You know, it should be a concern to all of us um, about the fiscal health of the state of Illinois. And the last thing that Illinois uh, needed was to have a pandemic takeover. There's no money coming in. There's no money coming in and a hell of a lot coming out. And unfortunately, we have a petulant president who has used the pandemic, in my opinion, uh, for his own good, rather enough to get favor, um, uh, get favor from, you know, these different uh, red states and that sort of thing. So what he does, he gives them more resources. And uh, we even had a lawmaker say, uh, file for bankruptcy. Well, that's not a fiscally responsible thing to do, but to give you an idea what the fiscal health is and and not is here in the state of Illinois is Adam Schuster. He is the budget and tax research director at Illinois Policy. Now, let me start by saying this. In total, uh, Chicago could lose around $1.3 billion in revenue or more, depending on the length and severity of the recession and uh, what is happening with this pandemic. I'm going to ask Adam about that because he says recession. Um, Sales tax revenues alone could fall by $120 million, and Chicago will need a mix of emergency borrowing and crisis budgeting maneuvers in the near term. For example, New York... Uh, which is the epicenter, uh, saw a worse viral outbreak than Chicago, but was in somewhat better financial position before the crisis has adopted a wartime budget with $2 billion in service cuts. The city cannot tax its way out of this. That's uh, this problem or count on federal bailouts because, you know, we don't have the favor of the president being Chicago and the state of Illinois. It makes sense. Well, it makes sense in this. Uh, so joining me is Adam Schuster. Hi, Adam. Good to talk Hi, to you. Me Can we always, do we always have to talk about bad news? <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, there's not a lot of good news no, it when isn't. it comes to the budget. And I, I can tell you that. And, you know, there is a whole lot of blame that can go around to how we've gotten into this mess. I I know with you, Adam, and the Illinois policy, uh, the pensions is a big issue uh, for the state of Illinois. And we do know, guys, that there are people that in this state, um, of course, do deserve their pensions, but there are some people that are becoming millionaires because of the pensions. So, Adam, this is the question I ask you, uh, because you you said it in in what you sent me. Mm-hmm. Are we in a recession? I think there's there's no doubt uh, that this is a recession. Usually, a recession is uh, two quarters of economic contraction of mm-hmm. the economy shrinking. Um, there was some hope early on that you know it, if we got the right measures in place, people were talking about the the V-shaped recovery, meaning we would have a really sharp drop, but then bounce back really quickly. Right. I think the longer this thing drags on, the the more uh, you know we have to keep the economy shut down. We don't have therapeutics. We don't have 
vaccines, uh, the clearer that it is that this is not going to be a quick downturn and a quick recovery. Uh, it will be a true recession. The job losses are already worse than the Great Recession. 30, 30 million people. Yeah, and, and, and so I think there's no doubt that, uh, that the recession is here. Um, and it's it's devastating government revenues across the country. But, you know, Chicago in particular uh, relies a lot on revenues from tourism, from air travel, from uh, sales taxes from tourists, from uh, all these conventions and events they have. Entertainment those, taxes, everything. Entertainment, all, all that type of hotel taxes and, and all these things. I mean, if they're not at zero, they're they're close right now. And in, in, and in the mid to near term, you know, you don't see a. Uh, a lot of events happening even right. this summer or, right. or, or lots of tourism this summer. Um, so it's, it's very serious. Uh, and, you know, Chicago was in a, in a pretty poor financial position before this happened. Uh, and at this point, you know, they really they're going to need some type of emergency borrowing. There's no doubt in my mind that they'll, they'll need a little bit of help to get through this. But they also need to be aggressively prioritizing services. So when we talk about, you know, shutting down essential or non-essential businesses, similarly, we should be talking about what are truly essential government services mm-hmm. and how do we prioritize those uh, and cut back on the things that might be you know nice to have but not need to have. All right. So um, I'm hoping that uh, we will learn something from this. We will learn something about the importance. I'm individually and not only, you know, for, for the whole state, but individually, too, that we have to learn and, and remember how important it is to live within our means, not raise credit card debt. What should the state learn from what from what hap- what is happening here? What should how do we move forward so that yeah. we are never in this position again where you have some states that had surpluses? My goodness, how did we get here? I mean, you know, so I, I appreciate your comments up front about pensions. And, you know, it's important that uh, we, we make clear there, there are people who rely on these pensions who don't get Social Security. Right. This is their only form of retirement right. security. I, my father was a firefighter for 30 years. You know, my aunt's a teacher. I understand how important these pensions are. Um, <clears throat> we have to reform them. I mean, that, that's just the bottom line. Chicago and, and the state of Illinois spend a larger percentage of their budgets on pensions than, you know, any other major city or any other state in the nation. And, you know, it doesn't it, I, I think people rightfully get nervous when you start talking about their retirement security. Mm-hmm. But the point I would make to them is their retirement is not secure right now. These these pension systems are at serious risk of insolvency. Wait a minute. And- you're t- you're telling our listeners that this is that their pensions are not safe right now. I, I, so okay, I want, I want to be. I, I wouldn't say they're not going to get paid, right? The, the, as of right now, the, the funds have enough money in them to keep paying the benefits that they owe. So it's okay. not, you know, you know, within the year, your, your checks are still coming. Okay. Uh, but the the risk is that when when these recessions hit, uh, the the funds hold all these assets, stocks, bonds, and uh, you know they could be losing around 21% of their asset value right now. And when they were already, you know, uh, the Chicago fire uh, pension fund for police and fire is only around 18% funded. They only have around 18 cents on the dollar for what they've promised people uh, over the course of their retirement. And every time we take a hit like this, it, the, the risk increases that we'll hit this death spiral, this financial death spiral, where the money keeps, you know, the money's not going into the fund as fast as it's going out, and eventually it goes insolvent. 
Uh, and the way to prevent that is with modest, reasonable, balanced reforms now that are actually going to protect those people by, by protecting their funds from insolvency. Okay, I'm talking to Adam Schuster. He is Budget and Tax Research Director at Illinois Policy. And I wanted to get to some phone calls. I don't want to hog it all up. And we have a bank full. So let's go to Ron. Ron, thank you for your patience. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning, Pierre. Uh, Mr. Schuster, a question regarding the, the whole unemployment program. We know each day there are more people filing um, unemployment. So relative to this recession, can you just kind of maybe talk on what could possibly be some effects and how solvent is that? Thank you very much. Oh, good question, Ron. Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent question. So the unemployment uh, claims have been, you know, completely unprecedented. We've never seen this many come in this fast before, and it's totally overloaded the state system. Uh, they weren't prepared for, for that kind of, uh, you know, an inflow of, of unemployment claims. Let me and, just say uh, this real quick, Adam. It's probably a very antiquated system. Somebody yeah. had a hookup. And they've never updated it. So that's a, that's a problem, too, of who we're giving these these contracts to. So go ahead. Continue. Yeah, well, and in New York, they, you know, they had a similar problem, but they were able to uh, get a, a deal with Google and a, and a couple other private sector tech companies to come in and help them, you know, build and update their unemployment system quickly. Unfortunately, uh, Illinois didn't do that. But there's, you know, there's also a risk that uh, we had one of the lowest reserves in our unemployment insurance fund of mm-hmm. any state. So um, thankfully, if that runs out of money, the claim, the, the benefits will still be paid because uh, they can apply uh, for a loan from the federal government for unemployment insurance. Um, but, you know, that's another area where our lack of planning, our lack of saving and, and putting money aside has, you know, kind of put the state at risk because even though, you know, we'll still be able to get money, but we'll be able to borrow that money, right. it has to be repaid with interest later. And that means, you know, even less money in the budget in future years for services. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Tommy. Hi, Tommy. How are you? Good morning, Ms. Perry, and good morning to your guests. This Thank is you. the way I look at it. Lies, deceit, greed. We're not in any sort of a recession. We're, we're This is the fleecing of America all across this country. No oversight on where the money went, who's accountable. Every time it comes up for something that has gone down, we bear the brunt of it. Even now, in a situation where they're trying to make out a big deal of 30 million people being unemployed, what did you think was going to happen when you decided, shut the companies, go home, but you still owe people money? I mean, really? Have a good day. Thank you, Tommy. Oh, that's the kind of frustration that we're hearing all, all every day, um, Adam. And uh, I think it crosses party lines, et cetera, mm-hmm. about how, you know, that this was rolled out and the lack of planning from the top um, all the way to, down. I'm not really disappointed with how. Uh, the mayors in Illinois, all of them, and how, well, most of them, and how Governor Pritzker approached this. But there were some missteps. That Mendoza and those checks to buy, um, you know, well, not only that, the the flights to China that no one can talk about, uh, the millions of dollars in checks that, you know, going up and down the highway, et cetera. It wasn't a good look, and I, you know, and people are suspect of things like that. Dr. Willie Wilson, 
a businessman, has a medical supply company, uh, but they didn't want to give him the contract and somebody else got the contract for PPE. It just smells for a lot of us. It really does. Yeah, I think, you know, the frustration is certainly uh, warranted. I mean, people are suffering right now, um, and and I think that our government certainly could have done a better job to help them, especially on the economic side. You know, one of the plans that we had uh, would have, uh, you know, taken Chicago's fine and fee relief policy and uh, spread it across the state so that people aren't having to worry about red light tickets and booting tickets right. and all these types of things right now. Right. We also had a plan to <clears throat> not cancel but delay property taxes mm-hmm. uh, so that you wouldn't you wouldn't have to be paying your property tax bill, uh, you know, during the during the crisis and during the shutdown when you don't have any income coming in or people are laid off uh, or landlords might not have their rent coming in. Um, so I do think you know. Uh, we, we've seen, a, I think, a pretty good and coordinated response to the public health crisis mm-hmm. in Illinois and in Chicago. Yes. But I think we do need them to do more uh, to, to help the economic crisis that came along with the pandemic. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you very quickly about the rent. There's actually going to be a protest, a caravan of cars around the Daly Center. Uh, they're asking for... Uh, kind of a moratorium on rent for the next three months and this month. I mean, tomorrow it's the day that you pay rent. And then there's even been some reports, um, Adam, that people that live very close to where we are in River City in these high-rise apartments, they just got notices that their rents were increasing. I mean, really. So uh, the rental and mortgage crisis, I think that's a big one. I don't know how they're going to address this. I mean, you can't tell um, people, you can't tell the banks and you can't tell the landlords who are paying mortgages that, okay, we'll just forgive your rent. Yeah, that's that's the difficult part, because, you know, if if people don't have to pay rent, then the landlords lose their income, then they can't pay their mortgage. Maybe they default, the building goes away. You know, you, it's, it's, it's a whole domino effect. Yes. I think people are realizing how fragile our economy is and how much it relies on people trading and spending money to each other. But if you, if you cut off one stream, you know, there's, there's downstream effects from that. Um, so I think the best thing we could do uh, would be that property tax delay because, you know, the government, uh, while they're suffering with lost revenues as well, they do have the ability to do emergency borrowing under the Constitution uh, that would be very short term just to cover, you know, the, the three, four, you know, however long they delay the property taxes. Mm-hmm. If they were to, you know, to borrow that money, they could pay it back with pretty low interest rates because it would be a short term loan. Okay. Uh, and it would give everyone a huge break uh, because that's one of the biggest expenses people are dealing with right now. All right, then, Adam, great information. I hope that you and your family are safe. Thank you for continuing to do the work that you do. And I'll talk to you soon because you're always writing something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then.